Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan here with you today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president of J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures. Our podcast gives veterans, mill spouses, and active military service members a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they're affecting their communities post-service, and a tactical treasure from their past that has shaped their journey in their military career, business, or life. Today, I have the absolute pleasure and honor of speaking with Cindy McNally. Cindy McNally, known to many as Mama or Mama Bear, is a military spouse and widow, military mother, and veteran herself. Having served in the Army and Texas National Guard, Army National Guard from 1978 to 1983. After her daughter went on her first deployment, she founded the Central Texas Blue Star Mothers Chapter, a DOD organization for mothers of service members who are currently serving or who have honorably served in the U.S. Armed Forces. In addition, Cindy was the Central Texas Blue to Gold Liaison for Blue Star Mothers of America, where she presented Gold Star banners to mothers whose children were killed in action. Her husband of 25 years, a Naval Academy grad and former Marine, Marine F-4 pilot committed suicide in 2007. It was through the IW Silkies hike that she, her son, and daughter, combat veterans, experienced the life-changing healing that can take place in the company of other warriors through the camaraderie that is so unique to IW. As a result of this experience, she served as the IW National Hike Coordinator for two years before being asked in 2018 to take on the role of president and CEO. Today, Cindy lives and breathes irreverent warriors and gives her all heart, ruck, boots, and body to the mission of improving veteran mental health and preventing veteran suicide. Wow, what an amazing bi- bi- biography of everything that you've done in your life. Really, just amazing. And thank you for your service. And thank you for your husband's service. My honor. Um, so tell, tell me about your military service. And I, I understand that you were a part of the second cycle of the co-ed basic training. What was that like? Yeah. So this, I'm dating myself here, but I went <laughs> to basic training in 1978 and, um, it was Fort Jackson and uh, it was the second cycle of co-ed basic training that the army had ever had. And so to, they had to place us. So we had to do a PT test ahead of time. And um, I was a swimmer in high school. So I was had upper body strength and endurance, which is really all you need to pass a PT test um, in the army anyway. Um, so when I showed up, I uh, was instantly swept away from the reception center where the other females were and placed in a, in a company that was, um, well, 99% male. And they were still working the kinks out. So they weren't used to having females in the element. So there were some, there were some interesting challenges. Um, back in the day, they still put people in foxholes to duke it out when they had issues. And, um, it was, a, it was an eye opening experience. So, uh, fortunately, physically was really all they cared about at the time. And, uh, and I held my own. So I good for you that with flying colors. And wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's, Awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure that I could do that, but good, good for you. Um, could you talk a little bit about your family, your husband, your children and their, and their service? Sure. Um, so I met Rand, um, I was still, I was in the Texas army national guard. I was going through their state OCS program 
And I met Ran. I was also a powerlifter at the time. So I met Ran in the gym and uh, we, we hit it off. And he was uh, expecting a letter from uh, the University of Texas Southwestern Medical School. He'd applied for medical school. He had just gotten out of the Marine Corps and was looking to get into medical school. So um, we, like I said, we met in the gym. So that was our life. And I was in the National Guards. The OCS program was on weekends and two weeks and one summer, two weeks the following year. So it was a year-long program. Right. And so through that uh, program, I continued to to compete powerlifting and just developed a really strong relationship with Rand. And um, when I earned my commission, we decided to get married and uh, he was accepted into medical school. So we moved to Dallas and had our first kid right away and our second kid the following year. So both the girls' birthdays are one year and three days apart. Oh, so, wow. Um, and you then, had your hands fortunately, full. Fortunately, <laughs> he was at medical school and we learned where babies came from. So we <laughs> <laughs> and we realized that nursing does not is not contraception. So um, right. so that was kind of the joke. We were the 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 one of the only couples in the class, and we were the only couple with two children as he went through medical school those four years. So oh, wow. um, uh, a few years later we had uh Neil. And we were like the better homes and garden family uh, from the outside. We right. dealt with a lot of, Rand brought a lot of um, darkness, a lot of demons from his past. Uh, he had a, a rather tragic childhood and then um, in the Marine Corps. So um, from the outside, we looked beautiful. And on the inside, we we learned all the psychobabble lingo. We went to counseling. We had my counseling, his counseling, kids counseling, family counseling. So um, we were blessed to have amazing help and support through those years. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we looked great from the outside. Right, uh, right. Stephanie went in the Army. And um, it was shortly after that that... Um, we really started seeing some dramatic darkness in Ran, and um, she was actually on her first deployment. She was downrange, and one evening I got the proverbial knock on the door by two uniforms. And my first thought, of course, was Stephanie was downrange, right. and there's two uniforms at my door, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I lost Stephanie. You know, mm-hmm. Stephanie's been killed in action. So, um, so I, I I hesitated to open the door. But then I did. And um, and when they said to me that, you know, they said, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we we need to share with you that your husband took his life tonight. And, and it didn't register with me. And I was like, so my daughter's OK. And they were confused because they're like, where's your daughter figure into this? Right. But um, it took me a minute. And once I realized that Stephanie was safe, the, the next slap hit me and it was, oh, my gosh, I'll just lost Ryan. So um, it's right. it's. It, I, I just stood there. I, I was numb. And uh, they said, is there anybody around that we can contact for you? And I said, no, no, my my son is here. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be OK. So I literally was was numb for for a while. And um, then we um, would do the necessary business of contacting Stephanie, bringing her home from downrange. And um, we had an amazing um tribute to his life and uh we've been pretty we we struggled so we understand the wake the wake of devastation that suicide can leave behind 
Uh, my kids have all struggled with addictions, with financial issues, relationship issues. Mm -hmm. So um, I understand that weight of devastation. And it's, you know, I think people say, well, he, well, he escaped his demons uh, on this planet and he's he's at peace now. Well, th that may be true. However, he left his demons for his children. Right. So that is really the power that suicide has over families and the survivors, those left behind. Mm. So that is why I'm so invested in what we do with the Reverend Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, I think, uh, IW is such an amazing organization. You, you guys are really doing good work. And um, I, I think you probably prevent a lot of suicides. Um, I, I know I've, I've spoken to some veterans who have been involved in IW and they actually travel for the hikes. And a lot of them say that, you know, the hikes have, have saved them, you know, uh, can you, um, just tell me what that experience, you know, being a part of reverent warriors and has it helped heal you and your family from, it, from it has, we, we went to our first hike. Stephanie was at Fort Stewart in uh, Georgia and Neil was at Fort Lewis, Washington. And this, I came across the Irreverent Warriors article and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I called the kids and I said, I think I want to bring y'all in and we're going to do this thing for dad. Um, again, I don't know what it is, but we're going to go. And that was in Houston in 2016. And so the kids flew in and we, we found our community. We found our people that day. Uh, oh, just sure. the, the laughter and it, it, it wasn't that we were there to to honor his passing. We, we mm -hmm. knew that this was going to be an uplifting event and um, and which is really how our family had dealt with his his passing um, way before we even found Irreverent Warriors. Our family, our sense of humor is dark. Well, we're all vets. So while we would make <laughs> right. light of a lot of things. Um, and we kept Rand's memory alive through our dark humor. It seriously offended a lot of our family members, especially his family. But it's how we dealt. And yeah. so when we went to our first hike, these were our people. We uh, it, it felt good. It felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I know that for me so much, I'm not a combat vet. Um, peacetime a long time ago. Uh, but both my kids are. And... What I saw happen with them that day changed my life. Mm. So, um, oh wow, what it's done for my kids is is worth all the blood, sweat, and tears that I put into this. Oh wow, yeah, um, it's I had the the I was able to experience one of the hikes. Now I'm a civilian; I couldn't hike. Um, Jerry hiked in in. Uh, his first hike this past June uh, on the 4th, he finally had recovered from knee surgery. And he said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to hike this year. I'm going to do it. And they were in Philadelphia. And I was like, I was like, okay. And we, we were bringing our wrapped Denali as the safety vehicle. And I said, you know what? I said, that safety vehicle, he was going to be at the end and the safety vehicle was kind of going to follow him. And I said, you know, don't overdo it because it's like 10 miles. And I, I said, you know, coming off of back surgery, knee surgery, and just starting to get working out again, 
just be careful and jump in that vehicle if you have to. But I, I can't believe it. He did all 10, 14 miles. He did the entire thing. And um, the year before we drove the safety vehicle and just to see the amount of veterans and the camaraderie and, and, and you see them as they first get there and they, they're all registering and everybody's kind of quiet, don't really know what to expect. And then once they start hiking, they start singing and telling jokes and telling stories and crying with one another and laughing with one another. And it was just such an amazing thing to see. Um, and I, I, I realized that, wow, this is, this is such an awesome, um, medicine, um, that just helps our veterans and helps their mental health. And, uh, it, it's, it's really a good thing. And it was, it was just very, I, I was very humbled by seeing it, but I thought I was, I just thought it must be so rewarding for IW and all of you that have made this entire organization is what it is today. Um, so that's really, that's really great. Yeah, um, it is unconventional. And when you say yeah. hike, initially, a lot of times people say, yeah, that's not anything I want to do. Yeah. I, I did that. I did my time or, or whatever, or those that do like to hike show up and are like, where's the hike? Because it really <laughs> is just, a day of camaraderie. Um, yeah. It's 10 miles, but we go a mile or two, stop somewhere, eat, drink, play tug of war, throw water balloons. Do right. It's a, just a full day. And the other thing that makes us so different is that there are no civilians in the element. And you referenced that just a little while ago. Yeah. It is strictly active duty or veterans. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we, we have to have our civilians and our family partners and everybody yeah. support the element at our mm -hmm. stops. But the actual hiking element is, is, people who are like-minded right. and who, who are going to understand you people, you can let your walls down around mm -hmm. and people that you don't have to be guarded around. Sure. So we don't judge. And, um, and, and we live with that a lot because of our sense of humor. Um, we can often be, um, crude, rude, <laughs> those sorts of things. Right. And in the hiking element, we don't have to be guarded or protecting, you know, be careful about what we say. So yeah, it's, it a, is, safe, it's a freeing day. Yeah. It's, it's very empowering that day. Yeah. It's a safe space. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Hello listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of tactical treasures podcast. We've been speaking with Cindy McNally, um, an army veteran, mother of military children and a military spouse as well. She is just telling uh, a wonderful story. And she is the president and CEO of Irreverent Warriors, which is an amazing organization that has hikes in different cities throughout the country all year. Um, I think they do about 80 of them in different cities. And they're for veterans, veterans and active duty military serving. They're an incredible time of comedy, camaraderie, and 
uh, hiking with like-minded people who understand you. And there's a lot of humor that goes along and just encouragement and helping one another as they hike through the cities. You can find out more about Irreverent Warriors and these hikes on irreverentwarriors.com. They also have uh, Facebook groups um, in areas where the hikes are taking place. So you can search IW and your city and see if a hike is coming close to you. And there's a Facebook group created where you can get all sorts of information and definitely go on to the website and sign up for their newsletter that they send out, which gives you all the news of upcoming hikes. So let's dive into your treasure. I would love to know what that is. Well, I've got two. And okay. um, one of them, the first one is um, whenever I was doing um, the, the blue to gold presentations, uh, what that what that means is, um, so I'm, I don't know if people know who the Blue Star Mothers are. I'm sure you've seen some of these little flags hanging up in windows. They have yes. one star, two stars or whatever, but these are the blue star flags. Yeah. Um, so when a when a blue star mother loses their child in combat, they their blue star turns to gold, mm-hmm. and so that is a presentation. You'll see some of those if you see that in, a, in anyone's window or a sticker on the back of their car. That means that they've had a child that had this uh, paid the ultimate ultimate price. Um, so what I would do is the Keiko or the CAO would contact me, uh, and I would make presentations at either the internment, which is gravesite, or at a memorial service. And um, I would do my research on on the on the fallen and I'd make it very, very personal. And so when we did present the Gold Star banner and we also presented quilts, much like this quilt that's behind me here, mm-hmm. we present them a quilt um, with their child's name and uh, branch and rank embroidered in it. So they would always be able to wrap them around their body to stay close to them. Mm-hmm. But when I presented the, the Gold Star banners, I wore a pair of white uh, gloves and uh, they're just um, parade gloves. <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, see them in, in ceremonies, formal ceremonies in the military. But I would present them with, with white gloves. And so I keep these. I have a, a counter right in front of me, and I keep these in front of me. And um, it reminds me, uh, I've still got a lot of close friends. A lot of the mothers, when you, I mean, when you're standing by them and you're watching them bury their son, there's uh, there's a lot it's very emotional, clearly. Of and um, it's powerful. And they don't forget that. That's something that they hold mm-hmm. on to. Uh, after the military's come and gone in their lives, all the benefits are paid out, all the things, pomp and circumstance are done, then they're alone. And um, But the Blue Star Mothers never leave them alone. So I've stayed connected to several of the Gold Star Mothers. And I know what it's like when they're told they've lost a loved one. Because mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, when my door got knocked on, I didn't know what to say or do or ask. So I know the questions to ask and I know that they don't. So that's, it's a very powerful thing to me. I feel like it's my ministry and, um, and I cherish every one of those that I did. I took it very, very seriously. I honored that fallen. I honored the mother. And again, many of them I'm still very close to. So this is a constant reminder of, uh, of some very powerful moments in my life. Right. Oh, that is, uh, Wow, that's uh, I'm getting a little emotional here. That's very touching, um, and very special that that um, they have someone like you that they can turn to uh, as they're grieving. Um, and that's uh, 
That is definitely a ministry. Very special. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you had another one? I had a second one, yes, yes. So the second one, so once I um, took over the organization at the end of 2018, prior to that, it was just myself and one other person who was president at the time. Um, so when I came on board, I knew that with the way we were going, we needed a team. So I brought on an amazing team of, uh, as it turns out, they were mostly Marines. I didn't do that intentionally, <laughs> but, um, uh. they were all combat vets, um, all male. I have a, a, a national leadership team of nine and, uh, we've since added two females. So, um, we're good there. But when, uh, the first conference that we had, uh, well, actually, it was this last conference. Um, I was presented with this compass. Uh, I'm not too good. There we go. Oh, this yes, compass. I see it. Ah. Oh. oh, yes, I see it. That's so um, nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. And what it says in there is it's presented me, and it says, that, um, Cindy McNally, IW's True North. Uh-huh. So for me, as a female, um, leading this this organization of seasoned, mostly broken, very raw <laughs> group of, of warriors uh, for them to feel that I was worthy of being their leader um, says a lot. It's uh, my love tank is full. I feel valued. I mm. feel um, um, cherished. So we've got some amazing leaders that, and it's all volunteers. So mm. they give selflessly yeah. of their time, their own resources. And um, for them to be even okay with me at the helm uh, is leaves me speechless sometimes. I'm, I'm honored. Mm. Wow, that's very special. And uh, very, but I would agree, you're very worthy. You know, oh, true, thank you. <laughs> true, true North, I've heard that True North is unwavering. I mean, unwavering, steady. And I am sure that that's part of your many qualities, but they see you as steady and unwavering, not to be deterred. Um, That's really special. Hello, listeners. We really want to thank you for tuning in and enjoying all the episodes of Tactical Treasures. We're talking to amazing veterans and male spouses in the veteran space, and it's just been an amazing experience. And thank you so much for tuning in. But hey, if you want to check out J-Dog, look us up on jdog.com. And if you go to jdog.com, you'll find out everything about J-Dog. You'll be able to book a service, either junk removal and hauling or our carpet cleaning and floor care service. You can even look into our franchise or you can even look at employment. Our J-Dog franchise owners are hiring all across the country and they love to hire their fellow veterans and service members. And If you want to know more about our J-Dog Foundation, we're doing amazing things, supporting irreverent warriors and stop soldier suicide, preventing PTSD and combating veteran suicide. So check us out, jdog.com. Thank you. So since we've been talking about um, military surviving spouses or mothers, such a a difficult subject to talk about and and is but is there any um advice that you would give for them a, as they struggle to heal 
um, that, that anybody listening who has experienced this can take away? Yeah, and this will go for both sides. Um, we have found that um, at our hikes, if we had, we've had several hikes or we've had gold star mothers, sisters, family members serve um, at, uh, as volunteers along the route. And so when they stop, but they're passing out water and, and we actually have a, an IW logo with a gold star banner on it. So, um, so our warriors recognize that these are survivors of, um, of our, of our killed in action or just survivors of, of, of a vet. Um, right. So when they come out to the heights, they engage with all of our hikers and um, the connection, it, it fills, it fills a void for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's powerful for our guys to be able to communicate with those people um, because again, there's a void in the gold star mother's heart and sure. their legacy, their child's legacy is going to, is lived through other veterans. Mm-hmm. And so, but as veterans, they come and they see the, the families, they, they think of their own mother and how painful it would be for her to, if they had, if she had lost them. Mm-hmm. So they wrap their arms around these families and it is part of their healing process to be able to say, um, you know, but for the grace of God, it's not my mom. And mm-hmm. um, what's really cool about that is in the hikes, there are times I always hike in the back. Uh, that's uh, where I feel like the pain is. So generally, whether it's emotional or physical, that tends to be where the pain tends to, to fall to the back of the element. So mm-hmm. I'm back there and there are times, especially Mother's Day, um, we just recently had Gold Star Mother's Day. So in that element, I encourage our guys um, to reach out to the mothers of the brothers that they've lost, brothers and sisters they've lost. Uh, reach out to those those parents. You, a lot of times you think, oh, that's, uh, they may bring up a bad memory. I don't want to, she may be having a good day and if she hears from me, it, uh, I might ruin her day, but the fact is, every day is a bad day. You know, if you're if they're they're never going to forget about the child they lost. Mm-hmm. But that phone call from you uh, validates the value and validates the sacrifice that that she made. She gave her son. Sure, um, serving is a calling, so mm-hmm. it's a choice that most vets make or they're okay if they lose their life in the uh, line of duty, mm-hmm. the families are the ones who really struggle. So it's the moms that are, when they hear you have the voices, if you get up, send her a letter, uh, send her flowers, t- t- call her, connect with the mothers and sisters and wives of your fallen brothers. They need that. They value that. They cherish that. So while it may be uncomfortable for you as a vet for some, having lost somebody, you, you bring light and you keep that memory of their child alive. So I encourage all of all veterans reach out to the mothers, sisters, wives, fathers. I mean, to the families of uh, the brothers and sisters yeah. that you've lost. From the Gold Star side of things, uh, I would encourage you to, of course, get involved with with our organization because you're going to be loved on if you show up. <laughs> but more importantly, there's Blue Star Mother chapter in the area. Connect with them, um, and just put yourself. If you if you can around other gold star mothers, people who have have paid the same price you have, and uh, you're going to find some serenity there. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to share that pain with somebody else, they will lighten your load, and you will take on some of their loads. So now you're not alone. You're you're distributing that pain among people who um, who so nobly 
raised warriors and um, only to have lost them too early. Yeah, that's uh that's great advice. And I'm sure that, you know, that connection, whether it's, you know, helping uh, as a volunteer in the IW hike or connecting with a chapter of Gold Star Mothers, that's going to fill the void that they may not even know that they're missing. And that is that connection to the military community. Um, because I would imagine that, you know, when they, when they lose a loved one, whether it is, you know, um, a husband or a, or a, or a son or child that I'm sure at some point that military correct community connection kind of wanes or goes away. And that could be, um, you know, even uh, like a more of a loss, not only have you lost your, your child, um, or your warrior, but now you've lost the community that is wrapped their arms around you for however long that you were a part of that community. Um, so that's good to hear that, you know, that community, uh, connect connectedness doesn't need to end. So yeah, great advice. Yep. You hear often, um, say their names. A lot of times on Memorial day, you'll hear mm -hmm. say the name of the fallen. Um, and that just keeps that memory alive. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of a mantra is those that you've lost, keep them alive by saying their name. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Um, okay. So before you go, um, it's been, it's been, uh, very eye-opening, enlightening, and very emotional for me to, to speak with you. And, um, just you're doing amazing work and you're you. an amazing woman. Thank you so much for your sacrifice and your service and your family's service and all that you're doing. Um, I, I know that you're making a difference. I know that. Um, so where can people find and learn more about IW and your mission and your hikes? And where we can have a, a website. It's huh? irreverentwarriors.com. Uh, it's not irrelevant warriors, which a lot right. of people, that's the spelling error we see a lot. Yeah. So it's oh, irreverent okay. warriors, meaning we don't take serious things seriously. It's our way of coping. Uh -huh. um, we, uh, so we have the website and then every hike city, you can go to the event column and you can see what, where the hikes are. And every hike city has a Facebook group, this local, that local community where they network locally. And that would be just the letters IW space and then the city name. And so you'll be able to, um, they, you'll know all of everything that's happening in that area and you'll make connections. And that's where, that's where you a lot of times see those, uh, those red flags or um, you can see things people are posting and those, um, if someone posts some sort of, I'm having a bad day. It is amazing. The feedback they get mm -hmm. hundreds and hundreds of comments and, you know, I'm here for you. Um, what can I do for you? Want to meet for coffee? So it's those local Facebook groups that really are the the, the pulse, the lifeline mm -hmm. of the organization. So our website, our Facebook groups, and um, coming soon, our documentary. Right. Yeah. So we'll keep posted to hear more information about that. We're excited for that. Oh, and on our newsletter. Yeah. On the website, you can sign up for the newsletter. We send a newsletter out every month with upcoming hikes. Uh, merchandise, um, exciting things, sponsorship things that are happening. Um, 
and then just what's going on in the organization in general. So uh, sign up for the newsletter. That's great. That's great. And our J-Dog Foundation does, I mean, we support you guys and we are totally, (laughs) totally bought into everything that the great stuff that you're doing in your mission. It's awesome. And we're proud to support you guys. Um, But Cindy, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to share, um, you know, uh, your heartwarming story, but a difficult story. I appreciate you um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and, and really speak from your heart. And I'm hoping that this reaches the military community, veterans and blue and gold star mothers that, that need to hear this message because it's a message of healing and hope. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for helping me get the story out. Okay. That's awesome. So thank you so much for uh, joining us and we'll talk soon. Okay. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Listeners and viewers, thank you so much for joining us on this amazing and emotional podcast with Cindy McNally, who is now the president and CEO of Irreverent Warriors. Uh, She is an Army veteran, mill spouse, military mother of combat uh, children who signed on the dotted line as she did. And uh, she's been sharing with us her heartwarming treasure and how she's touched the lives of uh, many Gold Star moms and um, the amazing work that she is doing in um, that area and in IW. If you want to find out more about Irreverent Warriors, go to irreverentwarriors.com and uh, sign up for the newsletter. When you do that, you'll get the newsletter that will have all information about their hikes all over the country. And uh, they do them in uh, many cities, probably 80 cities during the course of the year. And uh, you have to be uh, serving currently in the military or a military veteran in order to hike. Um, However, civilians, you can get involved too. Uh, They truly count on their civilian volunteers and veterans. You need to definitely check this out. Um, It's a great time of camaraderie and comedy and stories and getting to know, you know, your fellow veterans and, and sharing what you went through and what you may be struggling with. And uh, it's great for your mental wellness. So check them out, irreverentwarriors.com. Thanks for listening.